What is popping, everyone? What's popping? How you niggas doing? I think I'm dealing with my enemy. Sammy is against me. Are oh you with God. me? Or are you against me? Why? This is are so you with far me or left. Against me? What are you talking about? Because are you with me or are you against me? I'm against you, I guess. You said it first. Send me, I said need you to send me money so my enemies don't get me. <laughs> Are you with me or my, my enemies are after me? Every time I read that accent, I read it in an African accent just because like Why that, is it African accent when he was not African? I know, but it's just like that's such an African shit to do. My enemies are after me. Are you with me or are you against me? And clearly she said she was against me. She'd been against me since 93. I wasn't even born yet. You right, bitch. <laughs> you was plotting on me before you was even here. No, but that that is one of my favorite documentaries. Uh, the what's his name again? The Twinder twi Swindler. The, the Tender Twinder Swindler. Swindler. <laughs> that nigga. Look, big ups to him. Like I don't. I'm not even mad at him. You keep you keep, keep scamming you, white hoes. I was gonna say you only happy because he he it wasn't us. <laughs> No, I'm not. I just, I don't know why I love scamming. Like, there's something about just niggas who scam or people who scam. Like, I just love the whole scamming lifestyle. I just, there's nothing about scamming that makes me happy. Girl, I but just love when it. it comes to Except scamming, when I got scammed that one time. I'm gonna say, but when it comes to scamming, y'all, I need a tax preparator who's not scared to go to jail. Mm -hmm. Hit my ass up. Yeah, what about, what, about, what about the one from last year? You're not going back to him? Oh, I might. Oh, shit. Yeah, he oh, he wasn't scared of the cops. Yeah. He was not scared of the COPS. Hey, he, he did us good. Very well. He did us good. And I, and I failed you because I didn't do what I was supposed to do with all that money. So <laughs> run it back. Do it again. Do it again. Just so you can fuck up again? No. So I can do better. Do better? Okay. I, I got better influences around me, you know? Do you? Yeah. Amen. I love that for me. So we got a PSA. Really, Ami yeah. got a PSA. I have a PSA. Sammy has a PSA. But it's really our P my PSA because she don't want to make it her PSA. So it's mine. It's your PSA. So this is my PSA. Mr. Podcast Men. Mm -hmm. Mr. Relationship Gurus. Mm -hmm. Stop telling women how they should be dating. Ooh. I, I like how you said it better this time. You have oh. more. You have more. Um, yeah, because I felt it in my felt soul. It more. I feel like mm -hmm. I was saying that on the phone. I feel like when I tell you stuff on the phone and I say it angrily, it doesn't translate here because I feel like I already got all my anger out. Yeah. But the problem is that too many single men are giving single women fucking advice. Mm -hmm. And then Samantha's like, well, you do it too. I said, because women went through more experiences than men. Men, in my opinion, I'm sorry. If you have a problem, shoot the messenger, which is me. I feel like women go through more experiences. Men go through one experience and they shut down from the entire world. So I feel like if women still are allowed to love openly, loudly, and how they feel best suits them, stop bringing masculine energy into it. If mm -hmm. a woman wants, and I don't even want to get into what he said because it's going to be very obvious, obvious who, who we're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. But I just feel like y'all are not relationship gurus. I'm I'm pretty sure your bitches are basic at best. And, and, and we feel that way. I yeah. felt that way. And I still feel that way. Because anyone that can get on Beyonce's internet and tell us how we should operate with y'all when y'all even have hit the emotional intelligence level that y'all should already hit at your age range... Mm -hmm. Then we have a different conversation to have. Okay. But that's all I got to say. PSA, PSA, out. Out. Okay. Should I rebuttal? If you want to, girl. Okay. My only thing is, isn't the man the best person to tell us how we should date them? I feel like if you were telling a woman how to date you, yes. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like you should make a general consensus mm -hmm. on how women should date every man. Because okay. every man doesn't have to work, you know, work their mm -hmm. ass off. Because like you said, some men are literally here for the pure reason of what we want them for here for. Mm -hmm. And some men we do want. So if the men that we are more intentional about, yes, we're going to listen to. Mm -hmm. But if we are out here fucking around, chilling around, ah, 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 we yeah. don't want to hear a man telling us, save yourself. You're better than this. We know our worth. Most women should know their worth by now. No, they don't. That's crazy. They don't. Not all women know their worth, no matter how old they are. But even a man, even a man telling me to w make myself more worth make myself more worthy does not make me think 
I feel like I hear, like we said, anytime a man gives us advice on a relationship on how we should carry ourselves, we just go one goes in one ear out the other. So all I'm saying is, with all things being considered, like. Like we said last week, women do receive information like that better from other women. Mm -hmm. So if you do feel like your advice is, you know, warranting you saying those things, of course, because we give a lot of unsolicited advice and Mm -hmm. you don't have to take everything we say. So what I was trying to say with all things considered, even though we give unsolicited advice, our advice is not always tailored to everyone. So if you are going to give advice to women who date you, that's okay. But when you make a general statement about all women should act this way, according to all men, I feel like it's very singular and puts you in a box Mm -hmm. because we don't even do that. We always say we do this. Y'all might not. So I feel like give room for y'all's little gray area because even though I don't live in that space, give room for gray area because not everyone's going to operate like that and we're not going to all receive the same information no matter what your intent was. So. So this man is like a real life Uncle Ruckus. I know you don't watch Boondocks, but are you familiar with Uncle Ruckus? No. Okay, he's like an Uncle Tom. You know what Uncle Tom is? Uncle Tom, the white man. No, Uncle Tom is a, a black person who's like a suck up to white oh. to white people. Oh. Okay. okay. So he's a, a so Uncle Ruckus is like the same thing as Uncle Tom. Okay. Okay, cool. So uh so uh there's this video of this man named Jason Whitlock. Okay. Um he was on Fox News. And I feel like as a black person going on Fox News, you are already fitting their agenda because they're not gonna allow you on their show. Yeah. I think sometimes they have people who, like, debate or whatever, because I don't watch Fox News, I'm not going to lie. But other than that, usually they have people who, you know, feed their agenda, just like yeah. every other show. So he went on uh, Fox News, and he was pretty much saying that um, the reason why these actually f- six police officers beat this man, because it was five black pe- five black people and one white man, mm-hmm. um, was because they were raised by single mothers. And this is what happens when a woman is a supervisor of the, um, cause she's, a, cause there's a woman who's, who's a, is the supervisor of the, that unit. Right. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So okay. he was pretty much blaming that black woman for them. Mm-hmm. Cause he, that was his analogy. Just how single mothers raise b- bad black sons. She's raised, she's not, you know, doing right by her unit. And that is why these five black men and black men and one white person beat up and eventually killed um, this black man. So, uh, I mean, for him to blame single mothers for um, the reason why they were killed, I guess at that time, we didn't even, at the time, actually, we didn't even know there was a white person. Like, I just found out today there was another person. I didn't even know that there was a white person. I just found out today. And it's like, isn't it so convenient how they hid his face and they didn't even talk about him? They were just focused on the five black people and they got fired immediately. But there was a, and he didn't get fired until the video came out. You saw his white skin. They're like, oh, there's a white person. And he's the one that actually tased them. I actually him. did not watch the video. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm really. I didn't big, watch the video. I'm too. really big on not perpetuating the fact that black trauma is. Yeah, literally... I definitely didn't watch the video, but I just read the news article. Yeah, and um, they saw you know his hand, and they're like, oh wait, there's a white person included in this, and now he's fired. Yeah. So I just find it real. It was real fucking convenient that this whole time there was five face plastered on, and it was black man, but his face was nowhere to be found. He was yeah. involved. I think that him saying that and feeding into the agenda of black on black crime, mm-hmm. they always feel like it's like, oh, it's okay when y'all do it. Yeah, like, but, and I'm just but like, it's a problem when white people do it. And I, our issue isn't with the race. Yeah. We don't care if it's a white person, a black person, or an Asian cop. The, the problem is police officers. Absolutely. And we're reacting just the same. And they're like, oh, look how they're not rioting. They're not on the streets. I'm like, because they got fired. Yeah. Our issue is there's no consequences when white people do Facts. it. We don't care who do, who do it. Because wrong we, is wrong. Wrong is wrong. We just need consequences, period. And our only issue is, yes, what's happened to the police officers is right. You should get fired. You, yeah. you should go... Um, you should get charged for absolutely. Murder. We don't. I'm mean, like we're not looking yeah. at any lightly because they look like us. Because like we always say, skin folk don't always mean kin folk. And I feel like that is proven within itself. And within like even talking about this, I feel that there is a unnecessary um, press for power when it comes to situations when it is a police officer against a civilian because. of the time, most of the encounters that people end up dying are black. Yeah. And when I was, I don't know if I sent it to you or another one of my friends, but it's like black women have to prepare our children 
for racism and other people get to protect their children from racism. racism. Mm-hmm. We have to prepare them. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have the resources to protect them and prepare them. Not the resources. We don't have the the privilege to pr- to protect them because when they but go privilege, out, privilege comes with resources too, though. Because I feel like if we think about, I don't think it's resources because okay. you can be a rich black person, and you're still gonna face. Okay, racism. when I say res- resources as in privilege, I'm still even talking about like even in school systems, how people don't even think that the civil rights movement was within this era. It was literally what 50, 60 years ago, and they talk about it like it was years, like centuries ago. Okay. That's why I'm saying we don't have the resources because we're not telling the right shit. We're we're like, oh, that could Martin Luther King died year 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, but we're like, oh, 100. They talked about they put these pictures in black and white like color wasn't existed. That's why I'm saying like they put it the frame of mind where it's so far removed that we don't see its present time as well. Okay. Are you are you lost? Yeah, cuz I don't know how that's to do with anything with what we're talking about. I, you said privilege and resources. I said privilege and resources go together because because they have the privilege and the resources, they get to tell the narrative. That's what I'm trying okay. to say. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and um, just to reel it back in, I don't know why something, why we always blame the parent that stayed. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, the single mother. Oh, because he was raised by a single mother. No, he grew up or she grew up in that absent father home. Mm-hmm. So let's stop blaming the parent that stayed and yeah. that was there and start blaming the parent that left. But like, again, like we always say, it's always easy to blame the woman for all the problems. It's always, oh, because I was raised by a single mother. Or you didn't have a daddy. Like, that. that it, that's what it is. Your mother usually, I mean, not not all mothers are good. There's some there's some bad mothers, but for the most part, they do the best that they can. Yeah, where they're then they're doing the best that they can without another person helping mm-hmm. them. And instead of you seeing that, you're mad that she was forced to raise you by herself instead of being mad at someone that didn't left that didn't help her raise you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's our story time. Let's stop blaming black women for um, things that are happening. And at the same time, it's really not our fault that, well, I'm not a single mother, but it's really not their fault that someone left them. And also to add on top of that, it's not a race war. It is a power war. That's mm-hmm. literally what it is. Mm-hmm. So the girls are back at it again with a messy ass episode of Sip and Spill Week Creating Conversations. Oh, wow. Sipping wine. I go by and plug motherfucking Sammy. And I'm ambitious, fine, like wine, Tere. And if you haven't already, follow us on our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, our Sip and Review, where we send a shit and, and we review, review it. it. Um, our TikToks, our merch, we have at the real sip and spill shop. Shop.com. No, it's not. There's no.com. My mind is everywhere today. So y'all don't. I, I told you, Sammy's my enemy. <laughs> I think my mind's everywhere today because of what happened with my dog, honestly. Like, and I I'm feel like still, you would have been set free if you would have just confided in the world. Yeah, I'm still like, I'm still thinking about him. I'm worried about him. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I'm, he was so we, sick we, today. We know what happened. We talked about it. We, uh, we know now, but at the time, I didn't know yeah. what happened to him. And I was really worried. I'm just like, okay. Like, even so now, I'm so worried about him. But if he's good, y'all, if he he's good. He's just hot right now. He's just really hot. If he's good, Samantha is not. Yeah, my dog got into my weed, and I didn't know he got into my weed, and he was just bobbing his head, shaking, and doing all this extra shit. And I'm, I'm, I called Ami, I called Stephanie, I called, I talked to uh, uh, Anna. I'm like, bitch, my dog is sick right now. Like, I don't know what's going on. And the on thing right is, now. it was so funny, like not funny that she was going through, but I just feel like it's so funny that you never wanted a dog to see how you like buy him clothes and like do all this stuff for him. I'm like, she never even wanted a dog. I never. But when she called me, dog. she was like, she's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm like, let me get on. Let me say, let me get on the the Google. I said, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I said, but it don't. I've never look had right. a dog before, so when he's having these symptoms, I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, and like I talked to Stephanie, she's like, her dog had a fever, so I was like, oh gosh, does my dog have a fever? And then he didn't have a fever, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm gonna say his, her dog just ended up being high. Yeah, that's really was, what happened. He was high as fuck. He he was extra high. So that's also that's so I'm so glad that I have puppy insurance so I didn't spend all the money I, I would have spent for his blood work. Yeah. But for the blood work to come back and he was just high, I was like, what the fuck? So sorry, Ify. I love you, baby. I'm sorry I got you high. I'm sorry I got you high. Okay, so um Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather survive a zombie apocalypse as a woman? Okay. Or be in a relationship with a man with no dick? Um, a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> what? Really? As a woman, do you know how terrible that will be for us? You know what? 
you know what's worse? Having to deal with a man with no dick. <laughs> That's worse. Like, imagine dealing with a man with no fucking dick. What, what, what am I going to do with all these problems? I, I have no outlet out of frustration. Oh, I forgot the last part. And you can't cheat. And you still said zombie apocalypse. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I would still, if, if you had no genitals. So if we get in an argument, we can't even have, like, makeup sex. We just have to... Y'all can still have makeup sex. With no dick? Yes. How do you think women have sex? That's what their business. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not part of the LGBT plus QAIT. Uh-huh. But what I am part of is the strictly dickly. Mm-hmm. And if I can't do nothing with that dick, send me to fucking zombie land. Okay. Would you rather have $1 million or 10 minutes with Jesus? Because <laughs> you know I'm a money hungry hoe. I'm going to say, you know my answer. You know I'm a money hungry hoe, but I love the Lord. Ooh. I'm going to say 10 minutes with Jesus. I, I'm going to say 10 minutes with Jesus. And I'm going to say the million dollars yeah. because if you got 10 minutes with Jesus, that means you already made it to heaven. Why the fuck do I need to talk to you if I'm already up there? He didn't say where it was. I could have had 10 minutes of Jesus in my bed, at my home, in my apartment. What are y'all doing there in your bed in your home? Talking about what? Whatever. I'm going to ask Jesus all the questions I need to ask. Okay, well, your 10 minutes with Jesus, I hope it's worth it, bitch. Yeah. Because I'm going to be a millionaire. He's going to tell me how to make a million dollars. Crying. Go get some motherfucking wine facts. So we can get some motherfucking tea time. Tea time. So this week we got some white girl. Um, her name is Martha. It's that 19 crimes. Didn't we do 19 crimes Snoop Dogg? So I guess 19 crimes is to do a different. A 19 different... crimes is really fucking good. I actually yeah. had some 19 crimes last night. Yeah. So I guess they just do different celebrities. Um, mm-hmm. this was Martha Shard, which I love Martha because she didn't snitch. Okay, but Gunna did. Um, so 90 crimes tells a true story of the rule breakers who beat the odds and overcame adversity. Oh, that's really cute. Um, it has 90.8% alcohol content. 19.8? Yeah. Oh, I think I might need a little bit of that. <laughs> no, drink it on alcoholic. Yeah. Drink it on alcoholic. And, um, I'm going to say it's going to be best paired with a white man. I'm sorry. I can't go no further than that. Sammy's been on the white side. She wants you to tell you she's I have not-, not been on. I went on one pay date with one white man. Let me get a little bit. I That's just, different. I, I don't count. Need, I just need a little bit of encouragement to drink this shit. You know what I'd be doing. That's good. That's good. Don't get play with me, huh? Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Did you see how um the other girl on the other verse was upset that she didn't invite her to the Little Kim concert or whatever it was? I think Little Kim brought Lola out and she was upset that she didn't invite her because she's also on the song. No. Yeah. I didn't know that. You Okay, so let's say you had a song, right? It's your song, and you feature someone. And, you know, your song blows up, and a, this is really big, good. And a bigger celebrity invites you out to perform your song. Would you invite the person that was featured in it? I mean, I would invite them, but we don't know what happened in the behind the scenes. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, you got to think about it. Before songs are even released, they usually are fucking recorded months mm-hmm. in advance. So maybe they had a falling out, something about money, something about... Apparently they didn't. The way she's talking about it, I don't, I don't think they have a falling out. And she didn't invite you, she didn't invite you. Okay. There's bigger fish to fry. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you if you worry about this little thing and you blow it up more than it needs to be, your bigger opportunity will never come. Okay. Like, just because, like, for example, I just want to speak for us. Like, if there's ever opportunity for us to do something and one of us can't do it, I'd be like, oh, one of us should at least do it so we can get publicity. You feel uh, me? That's not the same. It is the same. No, we're because we're a team. They are I not. know, but if you're on the song, you're still going to be connected to that song because the streams, uh, you're still okay. connected to the song. Okay, I see that point. So I, f- I felt like there's bigger fish. So if you want to worry about that one little thing, like I don't want to hang out with little Kim. I, I ain't worried about that shit. I want to hang out with little Kim. I, I got a lot of questions to ask her. I mean, just like you got to do a lot of questions to ask Jesus, bitch. Ask me some <laughs> fucking questions. I'm right here. So let's get some good tea time. Michael B. Jordan, he he's a little cutie. He's not my type, but he okay. Michael, bust that pussy open, Jordan. You like Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on SNL. He was so adorable on SNL. And he brought little baby on SNL. I don't know if he brought him or he was on SNL. And little baby was on was little, adorable on it. I'm gonna say little baby looked like he ain't never looked at a camera day in his life. This you is saw him. that video I posted? He was you, like weren't the only, you weren't the only one that posted it. Everyone was posting it. They were uh, like, he was like. <laughs> it was awkward. You know, he's like. I love you, mama. Uh, yeah, that was cute. I enjoyed the video, but it don't matter if other people posted it. I posted it. Okay. okay, okay. That's all that matters. Okay. 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 So Michael B. Jordan actually said that he that picture of him 
at the, at the basketball, basketball game, game where he looked like he was sad. He actually was not sad. And I was the and one that carried really, that narrative. I did. I told I told all y'all bitches that were listening to us that he needed some head because he looked like he was sad. I said that with my own two lips, and I would still suck his dick with my two lips, even if you're sad or not. Michael B. Jordan, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> okay, so... Did, did, that, did that go somewhere that needed to go? No, I'm just... So Lori <laughs> didn't not make... Didn't not break this man's heart. That's pretty much what we're trying to say. Lori did not break... I mean, we pushed that narrative of Lori of how, oh, what did she do? She broke his heart. He wanted to settle down with her. You know, she... Exactly. His, and he literally said, he said... I mean, if I was sad, I could gain weight. But he said I was in the best shape of my life. He was. And he looked good as fuck. But that's just what we're... That, I feel like that's the other thing. I'm like, we love to blame the woman. We love to push that narrative that we're always the villain. Yeah. It's always our fault. We did yeah. something wrong. And um, and I think it's really because Lori just dates like a man. So they're like, oh, it's because, you know, it's her fault. But really, we don't know who it was. Like I said, Michael B. Jordan's an actor. He can act like a good nigga. We don't know who this man is in real life. We never know. That. I don't know. Lori could be a terrible person. I really don't know her. We do not know. So... I like to. But I'm gonna stick beside him. I'm a. I'm a mind my business and be like from the corner. I'm like, okay, what's going on? But still be in your business, but still mind my business. I'm just really. I like glad, to fake mind my business. I'm just really glad that he came out and was just like open, and honest about it. Because I feel like a lot of times when celebrities don't talk to us, we like to give them our own narrative. So giving them our own narrative every time doesn't. We give doesn't them our I'm narrative. gonna say doesn't give them the control of the story. And he was just tired of people saying he was sad. sad. And he was he like, probably he really wasn't. He probably wasn't. So you know what I'm. <laughs> I'm glad you standing ten toes down and saying, you know what, it was what it was. The love was the love, and he didn't bash her. He just said he wasn't sad, right? And, and that's what happens sometimes when people break up. They have months to grieve. Like if I'm going through a breakup, I'm a, I'm gonna be grieving in private, and right. then when you when I bounce back, I'm bouncing back real bad. And the bad. thing is, we don't know when they broke up. Exactly. We just know when it came out. Mm-hmm. So it's like they could have broken up for months before it came out, and by that time, he probably wasn't really sad because it's been months. Like I just I just hate the narrative, the, the push that we put on people that we don't even know. And that makes me so scared. I'm like, damn, like, what other crazy shit people gonna say about me? Girl, that- like we said, I'm not clearing up shit until, unless niggas say I ate pork. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm clearing up. I ain't clearing up shit. For all y'all fucking know, I got eight toes. For oh. all y'all fucking know, I only got one vagina lip. For all y'all fucking know, I ain't even a woman. You want to push that narrative that you're not a woman? No, I'm saying I'm not a woman, y'all. I said what, I said whatever story y'all want to push, do it. Okay. I'm I'm not gonna fight you on it. Okay. You got it. Okay. You right. You ain't gonna fight me though. For someone who doesn't fight, that's an interesting. This thing is to say. really good. I, I know, Martha. Martha. No, I'm drinking mine. Try it. Oh, okay. This is actually the first one, y'all. Well, the last one was good too. The red yeah, one. I think it's this brand. Then it must be the brand. It tastes like apples. It tastes like I could drink it again. I could probably finish this bottle by myself. It just tastes like an apple. I'm going to feel sexy as hell with only 23 calories. Y'all, so uh, Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pimpin are in a very public, committed relationship. And um, so Marcus, Laura, uh, Marcus, Laura, Marcus Jordan is actually uh, Michael Jordan's son. Yeah. And Larsa Pimpin is, of course, Scotty, Scotty Pimpin's, Pimpin's wife. Ex-wife. And, oh, well, ex-wife. Oh, ex-wife. Okay. Definitely not. They're not married anymore. Okay. And we all are very familiar with the fact that Michael Jordan and Scotty Pimpin were uh, teammates. So it's just um, interesting to see that his ex-wife is dating his teammate's son. And... I actually don't feel anything weird about it because I feel like older men date younger women all the fucking mm-hmm. time. But when it's the reverse, it's an issue. It's like she's uh, she's a cougar. She's this. She's doing that. Like it's it's wrong somehow. I just and feel like because a- she's passed around. That's why I feel she's passed around. How? Because wasn't she um, fucking with Future? I don't know. It came out that she was fucking around with Future because oh. I guess Future said that he didn't give her. So anything. okay, so she's passed around, but Lori isn't. What's the difference? Lori's younger. So because you're older, you're passed around? I call them old hoes. You remember like we call Carly Red? We used to call Carly Red. Carly Red is an old hoe. So can we not call her but, old uh, When I say old hoe, I don't mean actual like hoe because she's fucking around. I mean cause, just because she's old and she's messy. You're right. She's yeah. an old hoe that's messy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what she was talking about, but I'm just assuming. I'm not going to call her passed around because I hate uh, objectifying women like that. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I just think it's it's weird to date. Out of all people to date, why be your ex husband's 
teammate's son. There's that is a very plenty weird. of young niggas to date around the world. Uh, there's nothing wrong with dating young niggas, but there's it's just too close to home, in my opinion. Like, just date another young nigga. Do you like, think it's probably <clears throat> for attention, though? It could be. Because I feel like, I don't know I feel like more so than not, I feel like we're in the era where a lot of elder... Oh, no, it's not elder. Oh, yes, we're going to call them elders. She's not an elder. Yes, she is. Just not call she's, she's in her, in her she's, 50s. She's not an elder. These elderly women. Damn, no. She, these elderly women, because she's, she's older than my mom. She's, she's an elder. elder. These elderly women are dating these younger she's men. She's 48. She's not an elder. Any whom. Just like Cher. You're going like, to be 48 one day. Are you an elder? Yes, ma'am. No, you're not. You don't, you're not going to say that when you're 48. You don't, you're only, I, I'm not there yet. You, you're only as young as you feel in your heart. I'm not going to call And clearly she's young enough to date a 30-something-year-old. She is, because he's 32. And like the whole narrative when they first came out, it made it seem like, I thought this nigga was like 24, 25. Like, I thought she was really taking advantage of a young nigga. But the fact that he's a grown-ass 30-year-old man and dating a 48-year-old woman, like, it's not weird. The only thing that makes it weird is who it is. Not the age. It's the closeness of the of the relationship. It's just weird to me. Mm. It, it could be anyone. There's so many niggas out there. Why Why Michael Jordan's son? Maybe because she had access to him. Let's be... She does have access to him. And the older she gets, she's not... I mean, what is... I'm just saying, the older you get, you, you know, your options go... Go down. Go down. It does. And I mean, but people was in the comments saying that she used to babysit him. I don't she know how, did not used to I don't babysit know how that true boy. that is, but because it she, might be true, it is a problem for me. She did not used to babysit that boy. You don't know, bitch. She wasn't there. Girl. You my, wasn't why with would, Michael Jordan had a whole wife. Why would a whole other bitch be babysitting her, her son? Michael Jordan had a whole fucking wife, but still yeah. was cheating on her and had other babies on her. What the fuck we you got to do with her child? That that's what had. I'm saying. You don't know what she was doing on her free time. She probably was, a, she was probably, you know, a trailblazer and she back because she I got a, she, she got a lot of money from that nigga so i hope she was bitch but a cheated back so i don't know Fuck i'm his just brother. saying so or his uncle yeah we're not going that extreme i will so we gonna go to the the most pressing matters of today we're not gonna call this pressing doom, doom, doom. breaking news chris sean and blueface are still together <laughs> so earlier samantha sent me a video where they had this um the song, wedding. the song together where they had a wedding where they're like saying their vows to each other of like love and devotion. And Blueface keeps saying, yeah, Krishan, I hit your daddy in the face because he hit me too. And then she over here like, daddy, I would never do that to you. I love you so much. Like her vows were like, this is my end game. And he was just like, yeah, I'll beat your daddy up again if I need to. And I'm just like, why he be doing her like that? Like he stabbed her in the face with a cake. <laughs> This man watched them carry her his, her drunken body out on an interview. He watches people constantly embarrass her. And he also attaches himself to embarrassing her by saying that baby ain't his. So I'm just confused why she keeps accepting the bare minimum of this low, low-grade man. This man can't even formulate a rap together that is even even relevant without her. Let's be real. Because Bust Down Tatiana was only relevant because of Cardi. No, Bustan was a fire before Cardi, and Cardi got on the remix. Oh, she's on the remix? Yeah. I did not know there was an original without Cardi. Yeah, the, the original I was, was fire. Home, I'm not going to lie. Mamiana. Yeah, the original was fire. Had and his then she... mouth smelling like pussy and mimosas. That's all I... I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Um, the whole Blueface, Krishan, rock situation is very ghetto. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. I feel like... Uh, this. Uh, the situation's just really sad all around. Yeah. Like, um, you can tell he's playing with her. You can tell he sees her as a pet. Did you ever watch um Invisible on Prime? No. On Prime? Okay, this is a show Invisible. And the dad's a superhero. Okay. And then the son realizes who his dad really is. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, Your mom's a pet to me. She you don't he don't even respect her. She's just a pet. And I feel like that is how Blueface sees rock. That's he's her pet. Uh, I mean, she's his pet. He's a, she's a possession. She's something to toy around with. He don't respect her. He don't love her because if you love someone, you don't do what he does to her. Yeah. And publicly, her, publicly. publicly. I mean, not even even privately. When you love someone, you don't do what you what he does to her. And even more, 
publicly. You yeah. know, at least you have the, and that means he don't respect her. He don't love her. He don't even see her as a human being. Like, it's just a lot of things wrong with the situation. Yeah. And he has the power because he's the one that has a sense in the in the relationship. The little girl has no sense. Yeah. So, and she's just following him around. She's a little puppy dog. She's just following him around no matter what he does. Just like Ify, like my dog Ify. I can yell at Ify. I can beat Ify's ass. And next thing you know, Ify will still be on me, loving on me, no matter what I do to him. You're the and villain. I, I'm not saying I do that to him. <laughs> I'm just, you know, but I, I do give him some pow pow. But I mean, I don't be beating on my dog and shit. But I mean, I could beat on my dog. And my dog loves me so much that no matter what I do to him, he will still be on my ass. So that's what Rock is to to Blue. Yeah. No matter what Blue does, he had a baby on her. He beat on her. She, he's the reason why she ain't got no tooth. He beat up her daddy. Like, you yeah. know, he, he embarrassed her. Like, and she still just followed him around. And she's so in love, like, wide nose, wide eyes in love with this man yeah and it's like no matter what he does she's gonna be there even if he has a baby on her even if he fucks with other bitches even if he posts himself kissing other bitches so it is what it is though they're they're two people who deserve each other that's what i think because mm. i don't even though i'm bashing on Blueface right now i don't think rock is a good person i love her i feel i i really not that i relate to her but when i see her i feel, see so much potential in her and like damn bitch you're really likable but you're in a bad situation right now and you're with the bad situation with Blueface. Yeah. she ain't got no good nigga she ain't got no nigga who's gonna help her elevate her put some value in her life you know pr- make her be a bigger better better bitch yeah. she ain't got a nigga like that she got a nigga who's gonna put her down yeah so it's like that's the and then she she a problem too so it's like she a problem he a problem they're a problem together so she knows i don't think she deserves no good nigga either they're both that's wild yeah well that brings us to our topic of conversation the bar is in hell. hell so what do we mean when we say the bar is in hell when i said the bar is in hell it means like it's worse than the bare minimum like it's just so bad out here for single people that the the fucking dating pool has piss, poop, sh- vomit, chlamydia, AIDS. Like, that's what I feel. Like, that's just what the dating pool is. So when we said the bar is in hell, it's, it's that bad out there that... I absolutely... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely <laughs> tell Gay and say the bar is definitely in hell. Most, most people, and I am most people when I say this, I feel sometimes it's so much easier to deal with the devil you know than to deal with someone who's completely like a foreign country to you. And that's the problem with the, when the bar is in hell. When the bar is so fucking low, you'll know that sometimes you're not dealing with the best of the best, but what you're dealing with is what you can handle at the time. Mm. So you're like, you know what? I can deal with this because I'd rather deal with this than deal with this nigga that does this in the third. So you deal with the bad nigga so you don't have to deal with the badder nigga. The worst. Okay. The worst. Okay. Yes. And and I feel like that's absolutely true. I'm, I feel like I've so done I'll it. I'll deal with the regular bad nigga. I don't no, want a bad, bad no, nigga. No, I'm going to say, yeah. I've, and I've done it. And <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've, I've done it before and I will probably do it again because for me, I don't like dating. I hate the whole dating idea. I hate having to get to know people. It's not even about starting over new. It's acting like I have to fucking care about these things. Like, I don't care about having a brand new nigga but it's like every time you get a brand new gift, it's wrapped so perfectly. And then when you unwrap the gift and you look inside and you're like, shit, you just like my last nigga, but you just fucking wrapped just differently. They're always like your last and nigga. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. I've literally ran into counters with probably three of the same men in a course of two years. And I was like, you know what? This is the best out of the worst ones. <laughs> and and I'm going to stick beside it. I'm going to stick beside it. And, and you know, and I don't I don't give a fuck at this point. Like, I'm not the boy who cried wolf. I'm the bitch who took the wolf and went to the woods. Okay. So why do you feel that the bar is in hell? What, 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 what's the reason? I feel like the reason why the bar is in hell is outside of what I said. Is people don't like starting over. People, I was watching this, um, I think it was divorce court or like something about that in an effect. And this girl was with this man for five years who was dogging her. And this woman was like, I lost five years. She was like, you lost five years, but you gained so much more. And she's like, but I want it with him. I want it with him. I don't want to meet no other man. And I'm just like, desperation is what makes the bar in hell. Mm -hmm. If you don't think that there is someone that can treat you better, if you don't know that you deserve better, and if you don't know, like, we only get the love we think we deserve. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't think she deserves any better than him. So that's why the bar is in hell, because she set herself there, and she's not looking further than that. Mm -hmm. 
Why do you feel like the bar is in hell? I feel like the bar is in hell because women have allowed it to be. Um, I don't I don't know if women know the power we control in dating. Yeah. Men only do what we allow. If you set a standard mm-hmm. and you just be like, This is what I this is what I want, the only men that get into you are the men who who can, you know, reach that standard. Yeah. And the niggas who can't reach that, like let's say all women have one standard, right? Yeah. The men who can't reach that standard and they want to date women are going to do what the fuck they have to do to reach yeah. that standard. You know, Facts. niggas will go to hell, come back, go to Jerusalem, go to the, a different planet for a bitch. We already That's know a, a nigga will do anything for some pussy mm-hmm. and, or, or woman he loves. Yeah. So that is why the bar is in hell. Because when niggas date me, they're like, you asking for too much. I'm like, how? If, if, it's because bitches are accepting McDonald's as dates. They're accepting the... Little, they're accepting chilling over at Netflix at dates. Just like the nigga who slid in my DMs. He was like, oh, you got a podcast? I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, um, shit. I want to come to your, I want to come to your shit so we can, so I can pick your brain. I'm like, what? You want to come to my house? He said, or, you can, or I can go to your house. The reason why he feels comfortable telling me he gonna come to my house. Because bitches have said them it's okay. Because bitches has allowed a nigga to come to the house just like that. So until we set the standard, standard. of what we allow and what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. men are going to keep giving us a bare minimum ass shit. Because anytime a nigga came at me wrong and I said no thank you, promise you they elevated. I pro- it's, it's every a fact. Time, it's a fact. They every always time elevated. You tell, every, time, every time you tell a man that you have a problem with something and he fixes it, it's because he wants to fix it. Yeah. Like, you do not have to train a man. You do not have to beg a man. Literally, if you set a standard and you keep it that way and don't fluctuate on it, yeah. they're going to meet you where you're at. And if they don't, it's not you. Stop. I feel like we're not going to say we're going to blame the woman, but we're just going to say you, you're probably not what he wants, though. Hey, or he just don't want to do it. Yeah. Some men don't just don't want to put in the effort, effort. right now. Exactly. So- and that's cool because there's some niggas that I don't want to put the effort with. Like, just like, let's go back to um, our story time with the guy saying, mm-hmm. you know, you should make a nigga earn you. Some niggas, I don't want to have to make earn me. Sometimes Facts. I just want to fuck real quick. Like, Facts. I just, that's... That's the standard I have right now. I don't. Every nigga isn't worth going the distance with. That's a fact. Like they're not, y'all. Men really think they're the prize, and it's like some of y'all are not. The dateable. only reason why men think they're the prize because all these red pill ass niggas that look like racially ambiguous slash. Some... The reason why men think they're the prize is that because women are desperate. That's why I just told real. you. As I told you, desperation is the reason why the bar yeah, is in hell. Because women will do anything to keep a man in their life. And when they meet a bitch like us, they're like, they're shaking the bitch like, oh, you can just then, leave like that? And then yeah. I'm going to say, let's talk about how when men meet women like us that are so firm in our beliefs or we can speak our mind, that they try to, I don't even want to say the word gaslight because I feel like that's been the overused word of 2021, yeah. 22. They thought I, I was like, gaslight men and they just and, kept using gaslight it. Gaslight and narcissist. We're not going to use those anymore. Yeah. But I'm going to say men will know that know the power that you hold and they will try to belittle you and make you feel like you do not deserve that. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like you go, oh, he do that for you? I would never. That's okay. What, and? And? I'm going to say just. What, what, do you, I, what, what do I post today? Rise up. Just because you won't do it? And, other nigga will. And like Drake said, you are not the only one trying to be the only one. So whatever you think that you're doing, someone else will do for you tenfold. You just gotta lift me up. Okay, girl. I know I went left. But I love that so, song. So uh, what do you think the bare minimum is? So for me, when it comes to bare minimum, when it comes to dating, I'm not talking about relationship-wise. I think the bare minimum is something that a lot of men don't even hit, but it's the bare minimum, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to bare minimum is plan a date, follow up on the date, and pay for the date. That's literally the bare fucking minimum when it comes to getting into the vicinity of, like, dating women. Because let's say, how many times has a man said, I want to take you, I want to do something, never plans anything? And then how many times do they plan it? They want you to plan it. Okay, and then one step further. How many times will a man plan the date and won't hit you up the day of? Mm -hmm. And then, let's skip that part. Let's go, y'all get to the date. He, they want you to drive there and pay for yourself. Yeah. So the bare minimum is plan it, <laughs> follow up, and pay for it. That is literally all you have to do to see if you're compatible. Yeah. So for you, what is the bare minimum when it considers to dating? So when it's for me, dating me, my bare minimum is be respectful, um, be active and attentive in communication. Like, don't ask me, what are you doing? 
what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Like every five minutes. Be like, you know, be active in the communication. Actually ask about me about my ask about my day. Like, like you actually care. And also um make your intentions clear and known. Yeah. Like if you don't want if you don't see me as something serious, let me know. If you do see me as something serious, let me know. Like that's just to me, that's the bare minimum yeah. of um dating. Like just be honest, active communication and let me know what it is and what it isn't. So yeah. It sounds simple, but it's never it's never simple with men. I think it's just letting the the thing is men are so scared to let us know they just want to fuck. And I feel like men are so scared for any aspect when it comes to dating. I feel like men, that's why most times people fall into situationships because they're not vetting out those conversations. We're literally just going with the flow. Because they just want to fuck. Like they're scared to tell us they don't want to, they're scared to tell the girls that they really want that they want to fuck around with you while fucking around other women. They don't want to ever tell us that. Like how many times have a man told you, oh yeah, I'm still dating with other women. I probably had like two people tell me that they yeah, were. Yeah, even though we know they are. Yeah. They never but, tell us, but we are not scared to tell them we're actively dating other yeah, people. Yeah. You know, we're fact. not scared to tell them that. I'm not they're afraid scared to, to lose the pussy. That's a fact. That's what it is. The mobile. But of- I, I promise y'all, you are never missing out our pussy or dick. Literally, one moment your situation falls through, something gonna come right back up just because people are bored. Let's yeah. be fucking for real. So my question is, why do you think that some people don't even do the bare minimum? I think the reason why some people don't even care the bare bare minimum is the continuations of like shit failing. You know, if the if it keeps like fucking up, like okay, I took this girl on a date, spent hundred dollars. I took this girl on a date, spent hundred dollars. I took this girl on a date, hundred dollars. At this point, I'm done spending money. I feel that. I feel that. Like, look ho. <laughs> Are you you about to are you about you to fucking fuck what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's um but the thing is the problem with that is y'all don't take the time to get to know the woman to know if she's worth taking out her on, on a date. date. Yeah. Y'all are so quick to just do it. Like you don't even take the time to, you know, make sure if it's worth it. So I get it. I get why men don't want to take everyone on a date because yeah. it's expensive. Yeah. You know, we don't pay for shit. That's why we don't we're like, well, take me on a date. Girl, that nigga took seven bitches on a day before you. And now he rent due and he trying to figure out rent or this bitch. Rent or this bitch. The bitch is always gonna win. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I I understand why men don't wanna spend that much money on every woman, but it's also your responsibility to vet and make sure the woman is res- worth going on a date with. Stop doing the whole quantity over quality. It's either you're gonna do quality or quantity. If you're gonna do quantity, you're going to spend your money on 100 fact. bitches on dates. Mm-hmm. If you want quality, get to know the women you're dating fact. and then know if she's worth it. And that's how you don't have to spend a date on a new bitch every weekend that you're never going to see that's again. I feel like the reason why most people don't do the bare minimum is because it's not required. I feel it's like required. if you require someone to do, like I said, the, the three things I said, plan a date. Fall up on the date. Because the one moment you call a nigga out on one of those three things, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, oh, you always want to hang out. You don't want to plan a date. Him like, well, you don't tell me what you want to do. You don't tell me when you're free. Did you ever ask? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Whenever you call a man out on that, they're like, well, why I got to do it? Why can't you do it? Don't man, and, you know, and they I always want to say, like, aren't y'all women feminists? Yeah. I'm just like, I miss the days when niggas used to stay in a man's place and go out to war and die. Like when they <laughs> when they used to die at war, they that was the real men because they they took the time and the opportunity to get to know a bitch and marry her right then. Cause they they were like, I could die any moment. That's a fact. So let me, you know, live the life I could live. And now niggas don't die like they used to die no more. And they just feel like they have all this life to live. And that's why they want to settle down at 65. I think the problem is also because a lot of men want to be chased. I feel like a lot, like we said earlier, men think that they're the prize. So they're like, I'm a catch. I am this old with this much money with no kids. I'm the catch. And I'm like, honestly, we always keep saying men benefit off of these relationships more than women do. And it's been proven. I literally saw this meme earlier and it said, this entire time I thought I had anxiety, the whole time it was my fucking husband. Yeah, you you sent it to me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that's a fact. Like, we literally, if we cater our entire lives to y'all and the upholding of y'all, yes, it is a lot of stress on us. And all y'all just do is fucking provide. No, really. Because I saw this video of this woman taking, um, she had two bags on each arm. Mm-hmm. And she was carrying her child and she had another kid, right? 
And she was, you know, doing everything to take the take the kids' stuff out. And all the husband had was a phone. So she's falling. And she she ends up falling. The kid ended up falling. Like, it was just a whole fucking mess. And the, the man didn't even reflex to even, you know, pick up the child or whatever. Or her. Yeah. He didn't do anything. And that's just an analogy of what it is being with y'all. Y'all will watch a woman do everything. And then when it's you see her falling, y'all can't even catch the bitch. Mm. You don't even know who to catch. Mm. Don't even know who to catch. Period. So why do some people accept lower than the minimum and or the... Why do people accept that? The reason why I think some women accept the bare minimum is because they don't respect or love themselves. Yeah. That's just what it is. If you are raised in a certain kind of home and you are... You have people that tell you you have value Mm -hmm. and that this is what you should expect and this is how a man should treat you and and don't do anything under this, then, of course, if if you don't have that, you're not going to think, you know, this is what I should allow. So the reason why, you know, they accept it is because there's one, that's what men are offering, and we know women are desperate. I don't know why y'all are so desperate. Like, y'all are the prize. Like, there's no reason to be so desperate to have a man because trust me, these niggas are desperate to have you. Facts. That's why they're on they're 35, 40, 50 making videos talking about why aren't y'all married yet? Y'all have to be married to a man. You know, once you get to 40 years old or 30 years old, you're gonna be singly lonely with a cat. And I'm just like, it's because it's projection. Yep. Men don't know how to be alone because we know how to be alone. Facts. We make connection. We make friendship. We have lives outside of relationships. Men don't have those relationships outside of relationships. Be- uh, they don't have those relationships outside of their relationships. Relationship. So because y'all don't have that, y'all think we're on the same boat, but we're not. We're not. We are okay I'm gonna with say, being yeah, alone. If, if my man left me, I'm not going to be lonely because my bitches got me. Your your bitch is going to be there. Y'all niggas don't got you. And that's the issue. Y'all can't. That's what we always say. Y'all don't have intimacy with anyone outside of your girl. Because y'all not telling y'all friends when your bitch broke up with you. You're not telling all those things. Y'all are just acting like, nah, everything's good. But for me, another. It's definitely projection. Yeah. And I feel like another layer of why some people do accept the bare minimum and or like you were saying is because they've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've never seen your mother get catered to and or anyone around you, like, oh, this man will do this for me. He'll take me on dates. He'll come and pick me up. Okay, I never saw my mom get catered to. I never saw my dad actively love and treat my mom Okay, right. but I'm saying why but, some people do accept it yeah. is because they don't think it's possible. At, for example, Rock. I mean, I'm sorry you are the butt of all of our jokes right now. I'm so sorry. I can't wait until you get better. Uh, but because I love you. But because she's never seen a healthy relationship, she thinks that what Blueface does for her is it's love. okay. Yeah, it's okay. And then some women that's like, oh, my daddy wasn't around, but then they'll have a baby daddy that occasionally pops up. She's like, at least he's around more than my daddy. You yeah. Know? So I feel like because of the inconsistencies and ups and downs of what we've never seen or what we have reflected of what we think love is, that's why sometimes we accept lower than what we believe because that's why we've seen. Mm-hmm. So there was a video of this guy, and it's kind of what I was talking about, but um, he was saying how he does, like, little pre-dates, buffer dates, and that, you know, he took this girl out to have coffee, Mm -hmm. and, you know, he ate before the date just Mm -hmm. to make sure he wasn't going to be hungry, just to get his mind right and stuff, and um, they had coffee. I don't know if he... Did he pay for the coffee date? He said that, yeah, she came and she got coffee, but then when she... But But did he pay for the coffee date? Yeah, he paid for the coffee, but so So she was hungry, and she wanted food, and he didn't want to pay for the food date. And he was like, well, I just invited her for coffee. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I have pre-dates to make sure I actually want to spend money on this woman. And I'm just like, sir, like, uh, me, I don't know. I don't believe in pre-dates. I don't either. I don't, I don't believe in the whole let me see if I want to, let's hang out one time and see if I want to date you and do all that shit. How you know if you want to date me is by talking to me. If you don't know by the conversation we're having that you want to see me outside and date me, then there's no reason to do a fuck a fucking fake pre-date to make sure you want to, I'm worthy to spend your money on. Like, nigga, grow the fuck up. I don't believe in buffer dates because if I know that the date's going nowhere, like I've always said before, if I know that this is not going anywhere, I'm going to pay for my shit regardless. Mm-hmm. I am not above paying for things because I don't want anyone to be like, oh, I paid for this. She's using me. Baby, no one is using you. I actually really don't even like you. I really want to get out of the house because I'm an outside girl. Yeah. Like, I don't even need you to pay for my fucking food. Yeah. You pay for the food, I'll pay for the drinks. 
Can we do that? Because I'm like, I'm so tired of everyone feeling so entitled. Like, I'm like, I get it where you want to do like little buffer dates, but you're not buffer dating me ever. And you're not taking me. I wouldn't even agree to going on a coffee I, date. I would not agree to. I mean, I would agree to go on a coffee date, but I want to go. I want to agree to go to a buffer date because the guy that I was um, seeing for like two seconds um, a long time ago, not really that long ago. How long ago was it? It was that long ago. It was long enough. It, was, it wasn't that long ago, but whenever he first brought up going on a date, he's like, it's, um, let's hang out. And I'm like, is this a date? He's like, it's a hangout. And I was like, so you're not going to pay for my food? And he's like, yeah, it's a hangout. And I was like, okay, well, I don't go on dates with men who don't pay for my stuff. Yeah. So if you want to date me, um, you know, you're gonna have to pay for my stuff. And he was like, okay, cool, whatever. And the next week he was like, okay, let's go on a date. So it's just like niggas will try to do that shit with you to see if you accept it. Mm -hmm. And when you don't accept it, they will, they will, they will fucking level up. And the whole like buffer date situation or like the, you know, the see if I actually want to date you thing, it can all be avoided if you actually got to know the woman you're yeah. dating. If y'all actually spent the time to talk to her and speak to her, you would know if she's worth it. You can eliminate the whole buffer day situation. And not even that. There are things that you can do that are close to no money that won't make it seem like it's a buffer date. Like if a you picnic. want, yeah, a picnic. If you want to go, exactly. There's so many things that are less than, and I the feel gym. like, and honestly, um, coffees are pretty, it's like low for low. So I feel like, <laughs> I feel like coffee is for white people. I don't, don't no, ask me on a Well, yeah, because there was a woman that said she was offered, she she was a white woman and she said that he brought me on a coffee date. I was running late. He ended up getting his own coffee. She had to stand in line for herself to buy her own coffee just, as, just for him to be done with his coffee and they only talked for like two minutes. I said, <laughs> Then why do you want to date this woman? Do you want to date women? Men don't want to be dated. They want to be chased, like I said. <laughs> so what is the worst date you've ever been on? Okay, the worst I ever did been on was, I was just talking about it. So I I met this guy, right? And um, he pretty much told me at first that he didn't want to pay for the date. And I have to like pretty much show him that I'm worth getting put on a, I'm worth him paying for the date. And I was like, okay, cool. If you don't feel like I'm worth it, then just get to know me more. Yeah. And literally, he asked me on a date, and we went to Papa Do's, and it was cool, whatever. But the guy did not like me. Everything I said, he did, he insulted my interest. He kept saying, so what do you do besides, you know, partying? And I'm like, I would say, oh, yeah, I like to do this, this, and that. And he will go back to, like, okay, so what what do you really like? Like, and, and anything I like. He would be talk about how it was it was lame. It wasn't you know he don't like doing that. You know like he does more than that. I'm like you're, he's insulted all my interests. He pretty much told me that he he pretty much made me feel like he really didn't like me, and then he was shocked that I didn't want to go on a second date with him. <laughs> but you you insulted me. You made me feel like I was less than. You told me what do you what do I do more than just partying? Yeah. Even though I told you multiple times what I like to do. And when I did tell you what to do, like, you know, museums, going to pottery classes, you know, yoga, all that stuff, you talked about how it was lame and it was stupid. Yeah. So it's like, you don't like my interest. You don't like me. You like the way I look. So the worst that I've ever been on was kind of like recently. I went to Papadus with this guy and he did the same thing to me. He actually um, told me he wanted to do a buffer date before he actually took me on a date, but I refused. And when I did refuse, he was like, you know, okay with it. And then he asked me on a date later. And um, the whole time he insulted all my interests. He didn't like me. He made it, he made it very obvious that he wasn't interested in the things I was interested in. He thought what I was interested in was like stupid and lame or whatever. And he was shocked that I didn't want to go on a date with him anymore. And I'm just like, well, you pretty much told me and showed me that you didn't like me as a person. Yeah. So why would I go on a date with a man that tells me, um, so he pretty much showed me that how much he really didn't like me as a person, but I'm pretty sure he liked what I look like. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some guys are willing to ignore like red flags on a woman. I mean, women too, but you're just willing to ignore red flags because they, they eventually want to fuck. Yeah. And um, he was really shocked that I wasn't no longer interested, but I'm like, you insulted on my interests. You made me feel bad as a, as, as a person and you just didn't, you didn't offer anything besides yeah. insults. Insults. <laughs> really, this this man insulted the fuck out of me. He really did. And I'm just like, okay, well, I don't think you like me, so I don't want to date you no more. And that was really the worst I'd ever been on. Because I was like, I've just never been with a, a date on the man that pretty much told me that what I like was stupid. Yeah. You, I'm a loser for liking what I like. Like, okay, that's is that all you do? 
Like, why do you want to do that? Oh, I do this. Like, you think you're better than me? I feel like I dated someone like that, but I don't think that it was ever extensive where it, it was, like, effective. But it's, like, my worst date, actually, when I was telling you, you were like, it's not a bad date. I'm like, yes, it is. So, my... No, I said it wasn't a bad date for you. It was a bad date for him. Well, it was a bad day for me because okay. I didn't want to be viewed like that. Uh-huh. Okay, so guys, I went on a date with a guy last year. And so we went out, went on scooters. We were living our best life. And then we went to um, we went to a bar and I ended up, you know, running into my ex-boyfriend. And I was so triggered because, like, I don't know, when... I just don't know how to compartmentalize them kind of emotions because we were still kind of faking communication, but we weren't like, you know, doing anything about that. So I'm on my date and then I see him and I'm immediately triggered. So the moment that I'm immediately triggered, guess what the fuck I do? I start drinking, start drinking, start drinking, start drinking to the point where I throw up in this bar. I have to be carried out of this bar by my date. My date has to take me in my car, in his car, drive me all the way to West What the Fuck. And um, the next morning I had to wake up realizing that I made a fucking fool of myself. And I literally feel like that's literally the worst date I've ever been on because one, that was embarrassing. Two, and not only did my date seem like that, my ex-boyfriend seemed like that and he's never seen me drunk. And then it's like, how do you recover from being that drunk-ass bitch on the first date? Damn. Honestly, I've been that drunk-ass bitch on the first date. I've been that drunk-ass bitch on the first meet, and then they still wanted me. But the thing They is, always still want you. I, it, it did, it, and did, but I'm yeah. just... The embarrassment that matter. I felt was too, too, like, strong. I'm like, we can never go the distance. I mean, outside of all the other shit that he had going on that I didn't Girl, know y'all were never I'm gonna going say, the distance. I'm going to say, outside of all the other shit, I didn't even know until after the fact, <laughs> but... It was just like that initial, I feel like if I ever, if, okay, if the shoe was on the other foot, if a man was to get so drunk like that on the first day, I was with him. And then they cut off. Exactly. So, But for, that's the double standard we have. Like women are allowed to get away with a lot more I, things I did that not want to get away with that, but I'm glad he let me get away with that. But yeah. I did not ask for that. And that was by far the worst day I ever Men been on. Men don't care. And I'm like, niggas do not nothing care. Nothing has ever topped that. And I hope nothing ever does top that because <laughs> that was embarrassing. He could have robbed me. Like, this was the first I went on this man. He could have came to my house because he walked me upstairs and everything. He could have robbed me for everything I had. He could have. Could have raped me. He could have. Could have beat me. He could have. But you he let Harpo beat me. But he didn't. So that's why he's a real nigga in my book for every day in my motherfucking life. And I tell him every time I fucking get a chance to. So, nigga, you know who you Because we know most niggas are rapists. Mm-hmm. They and is. thieves. And th- well, I don't know about stealing, but no, most niggas love to rape. Fucking, I'm crying. Mm-hmm. So let's get into how you will navigate men with that that give you the bare minimum. How I navigate men who give me the bare minimum is I do not um, associate with them. I do I'm not allow my them in my spaces. As soon as you give me bare minimum energy, I'm like, no, thank you. I don't. I don't even tolerate it. I don't. I don't have time or space for any man. Any man who's not going to add value to my life. Because I'm in such a peaceful era in my life. My life is going great, y'all. It's just so much good things are beginning to happen and that is happening. And the space I'm in is just so beautiful. So for you to come into my life and enter it and not add value to this, what I have going on, it's ridiculous. I can't accept that. So my tips to y'all to how to navigate bare minimum men is not to deal with them. As soon as a man tells you that he wants to come over and chill, just say no thank you and move on. Don't accept it. Don't say yes. Actually, if you want, don't even reply. Leave that nigga on red. That's even more disrespectful. I like to say no thank you because I like you I like you to um, ump the ante. Let's see where I'm going to get out of it. funny about that guy that we left on red. He unsent his message. Did you see that? Who? The guy that was in our DMs talking about, oh, I want to come to y'all show. And we, because we asked him, you remember that? And yeah. We opened it. Yeah. And he literally unsent it. He sent it? He unsent Un- it? Unsent it. I was like, the male ego. It. The male ego is The so male ego is so fragile. But but you left us on that for a whole year. A whole year. And we didn't send our message. We did not. We, we stood, didn't care. We on the 10 toes down. We, we stand, stood on it. We stand 20 toes down because there's two of us. Yeah, one thing about it, I'm going to stand 10, 10 toes, toes down. I don't give a fuck. Because it, it is what it is. We're growing. We're coming from. So yeah, I sent that message. Exactly. And he and he wanted to wait until he has some heat under him where he wants mm. <laughs> That's funny. You know what I saw funny? I saw him at my job this That's weekend. Hilarious. And he like patted me. 
That's he did. Awkward. I'm just like, uh, I act like he didn't exist. And does But, um, yeah, so what is your way to navigate bare minimum? For me, I feel like, set the standard. I feel like... Yeah, know, set the standard. It's really easy. Set the standard. Um, another one is, you know, treat them accordingly. If someone treats you with a bare minimum, literally match their energy. I feel like so many times when people give you bare minimum, you're like, oh, I want to see what he's missing out on. No, do not. Treat him how he's treating you. Yeah. If he texts you three hours later... Take three to four business days, bitch. Like, I, I double it. Whatever yeah. you do, I double it. I'm sorry. I'm not petty, bitch. I'm going to say, don't ever seem too too thirsty. Yeah. You know? just, it's not a good Yeah, look. I saw that. I, there was this TikTok I uh, watched today, and it was this lady saying how lonely is it is to be to respect yourself. Like, women who respect themselves are, like, usually the loneliness because the loneliest. Because, you know, they're not accepting just anything. Yeah. So because they're not, a lot of men who don't want to give more than the bare minimum aren't going in, aren't entering their lives. So yeah, and a lot of men do want to give. Like, I how many men do you encounter that just don't want to just do more than the bare minimum? I don't know. I get a lot of strange niggas in my DMs. I don't say, know about I, you. I don't get a lot of niggas in my DMs. I do until I you know hit the Kevin Samuels era of um, Instagram. Yeah, but I feel like on average, like. I'm really probably the bare minimum to most other niggas. If, if people ever talk to me, I'm probably like the bare minimum energy all the time until I feel like I like you. I'm pretty yeah. bare minimum. I get a, a lot of niggas in my DM. Just today, this nigga sent me a DM about he want to eat my ass in the Super Bowl. Like, what? What? And I told Sammy she gonna get herself kidnapped and killed. Cause... And just, just uh, this other nigga who said, I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna buy you to get a friend. Like, it's just, what? It's just all bare minimum ass energy because you don't even know me. Get to, you don't even want to get to know me. These two, the two niggas that told me he was coming to the Super Bowl and the other nigga told me he was coming to Paris, both these niggas don't know me. Mm. So it's like y'all not even doing the bare minimum to get to know me as a person. They feel like the money's going to do the job for them. And it will, but it didn't this time because I was like, no, but most of the time it will. The only reason I didn't go to that, I don't know, I, I'm not going to go. Anywho, well, my last one <laughs> is communicate your intentions. If you tell a bare minimum ass nigga what you expect and he can't do it, move around. Say la vie. There we go. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the motherfucking questions. We both don't got questions. Okay, so um, what are you looking forward to in the next month? It's a question. February? Bitch. Yeah, bitch. It's Valentine's Day. Are you excited to spend Valentine's Day with me? I'm not spending Valentine's Day with you. Yes, you are. I'm spending half the day with you. That's still spending it with me. Yeah, I'm gonna spend it for Valentine's Day, but not the you part. <laughs> I'm kidding, yeah. I just, I just said I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was a joke. That's a joke. not funny. It wasn't. No one was laughing. I was. It was a joke. But um, yeah, I, I'm really not excited for Valentine's Day, honestly, because I'm single. But what's my what am I saying for next month? Orlando. Thank you, bitch. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> What's your question? Uh, my question for you that I don't have written down is, um, are you willing... No, no, no. What is the most bare minimum, minimum ass shit you did for a nigga? The most bare minimum ass shit I've ever did for a nigga? Yeah. Um, bare minimum. I'm the kind of person, if I don't really like you, I will only hit you up when, like, somebody fucking, like, fucking, fucking me over. So my bare minimum is, like, hitting you up when when someone got me fucked up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to come over there and fuck you and then not talk to you again. Okay. And I've done that multiple times. Like, yeah, I'm going to go over there, fuck you, and then I'm going to leave. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, that's my bare minimum. I, that's And it's pretty bad because imagine if a nigga did that to me. I would feel You'd sick. You'd be mad. Stomach. Exactly. But they allow it. Because the thing it, is, men don't care about that. Men don't value themselves. They don't exactly. have no respect for themselves. I mean, themselves. yeah, because I'm just like, it, and the thing is, it, this one guy in particular, it happens to him all the time. Like yeah. every time, it's oh, he's always like the fall care. guy. He's the fall guy, and he knows he's the fall guy. He'll like try to linger around for a week, and then he'll realize I'm not texting him back or calling him back, and he's like. All right, I'll see her. I'll see her around the uh, way. Two or three months, but he fucked. I got her fucked up again. <laughs> but um, answer that question for yourself. What is the most bare minimum thing you've done for to a nigga? Show up. <laughs> what? Show up. Show up where? Wherever they asked me to. <laughs> I told you. I just got freaking paid to go on a date. I just have to show up. That is bare minimum. That is not bare minimum. That is just a, showing up. That is an active participant in um whatever is to come. 
I feel like me just showing up as being me, being very I did not text this nigga, tell him I liked him, do nothing for him, did nothing extra besides just show up. Do you ever think there's going to be a point in time where you will ever accept the bare minimum? No. Yeah, I don't feel that. That was my second question. I don't. I don't, I don't think there's a because I'm so I'm okay with I'm so okay with being by myself that there's never gonna be a time in my life that I was the bare minimum. I I love myself. I respect myself. I just look. And I'm telling you, my life partner is probably gonna be a platonic life partner because the way y'all niggas got me set up. Or you know what? I could be gay. Could be, bitch. You are. I'm not gay. You're the L. I'm a lesbian now. You're the L. When I, when did I become a lesbian? Oh yeah, you're the B. I'm sorry. <laughs> L G B T Q I S T O R S C. All right, thank y'all for following us on this journey. And um, it was absolutely a fucking journey. It, it was, was a journey. It had y'all. peaks, it had valleys, and it had obstacles. Ups and downs, sides and rounds. I, I'm glad that she finally woke up because this bitch was sleep like <laughs> the first thirty seconds to what six minutes. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the show, bitch. I'm glad you showed up. I showed up. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you showed up for us. And I showed out. Yes, and you did, bitch. I did not show my ass. And did not. Mm-hmm. But we will show it later. So thank you for following us on all social media platforms at the Rose Spill, except Twitter, which is... Sifis One. And why I don't leave a five-star rating, because we some five-star five bitches. bitches. Ow. Ow. Oh, also, sorry, Um, next week is our last episode of the season. That's it. <laughs> See